I'd like to thank KTMS 990 and Montecito Bank and Trust for making Scam Squad possible. I'm Patty Teal. And I'm Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Scam Squad is up next. Sound off. One, two. Sound off. Three, four. One, two, three, four. Scam Squad. Welcome to Scan Squad. I'm Patty Teal here with Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. What do you have for us today, Vicki? Well, hi, Patty. I'm going to talk about romance scams again, and for two reasons. One, I'm getting more and more information from agencies like the Department of Justice, the FBI, the Federal Trade Commission, warning about increased danger from these scams. And secondly, because I'm getting more reports from people in this community either falling for these scams or being approached by a romance scammer. So, Vicki, we've known about these romance scams for some time. Are there any new twists on these scams? Yes, there are, Patty, and there are a couple of things to watch out for. Before, these scammers lurked primarily on dating sites. Now, More and more, they're showing up on social media platforms like Facebook or Instagram. And let me give you an example about how this worked in one case. I got this from an article that was posted December of uh, last year. Here's how it starts. Sue just lost her husband. They had had a great 40-year marriage. Like most people, she had friends and family around to help her through her grief. But her sadness continued to grow each day. She found herself on her Facebook page, reminiscing about old times and memories of her late husband. She posted pictures of vacations they took, cars they bought, and other memories to help her feel not so alone. Then one day, a message alert dings, telling her someone is sending her a note. It reads something like, I know you don't know me, but I saw your posts just scrolling through Facebook, and like you, I lost my wife to cancer seven years ago. I just want you to know it gets easier, but it never goes away. Stay strong, Bob. What a beautiful message to receive from a complete stranger. Sue replies with a thank you and a heartfelt message of grief for this stranger and a lot of gratitude to have someone who truly understands her. Bob and Sue develop a quick bond. They become internet friends and start to chat daily. Daily turns into multiple times a day, which quickly turns into a non-stop chat thread between the two. Bob tells Sue he's a hardworking widower living in Eastern Europe with dreams of coming to America, and he's been saving his money to do just that. He tells her that when he gets to America, he is taking her out to dinner to thank her for helping him with his grief. Well, sadly, Bob isn't a real person. Well, he is, but his name isn't Bob. He's not a widower, and he is certainly not a hardworking, honest person. He is running a romance scam. It's so cruel, these romance scams. And I just wonder, do these Facebook approaches happen often? Well, according to the FTC, the romance scam numbers have skyrocketed in recent years. In 2021, the reported losses were $547 million for the year, which is an 80% increase from 2020, 80%. And remember, only a small fraction of these victims report. One estimate is around 5%. So the $547 million represents only a small fraction of the amount of money actually lost. 
And a third of these victims, a third of these victims say that the initial approach started on social media. One woman who called me here in Santa Barbara told me that she got suspicious of someone that she met on Facebook when he just seemed too perfect. But some of his stories didn't quite add up. Well, it sounds like she listened to her instincts and got out before she lost money. And what was it about this person that made her suspicious? Well, a couple of things. He claimed to be from a town in the Midwest, but when she asked him questions about that place, he was vague with his answers. And she did start to be suspicious when he just seemed too perfect. Now, another thing these scammers have in common is that they are never available for a visit. Something always comes up. Gosh, from what you've told us in the past, after their victims are hooked, the scammer has all kinds of emergencies requiring money. That's always been the big red flag in these romance scams. I remember that in a lady that we interviewed before. The gentleman was flying in on a plane, but there was some sort of a crash and he wasn't there. And it was just one thing after another. That's right. But now that has changed in some cases. The Federal Trade Commission warns that more and more romance scammers are trying to lure their victims into bogus investments. This is another new twist. Instead of asking for money for themselves, They pretend to be very successful businessmen, and after they've developed a trusting relationship with their victim, they start to just casually offer the victim investment advice. Yeah, that would uh, probably divert suspicion because they're not asking their victims for money. They're offering to help them to make money. And what kinds of investments are they offering? Well, it's usually some investment involving cryptocurrency. And Patty, another thing they do is after they've taken all their victims' money, they try and turn that person into a money mule. And remind us again, Vicki, how do they do this? They tell their victim they need some help in moving money. It might have to do with an inheritance that they need help relocating, or they might say they need help transferring money for an important business deal. So here's how they operate. Once they get the victim's cooperation, they will send money to the victim, which is, of course, money that they've received from another scam. And they'll ask the current victim to put that money into their account and then transfer it on to another person. And remind us again, what is the point in doing this? Well, scammers need to find ways of getting their ill-gotten gains back to the country where the scam originated, like India or Nigeria, without raising suspicions. So instead of transferring large amounts of money that they've scammed from victims, which would raise suspicion, they break it into smaller amounts. They send these smaller amounts to their money mules to put in their own account with instructions to send it to then yet another person. So the money might move in smaller chunks between several different accounts before it's finally sent to the country of origin. This is to avoid, again, raising any suspicion from a bank and also to muddy the trail for law enforcement. And it's illegal, isn't it, to help scammers move their money? Yes, it absolutely is. And the victim, of course, thinks they're just being helpful when they are actually breaking the law by laundering money. Wow, that's just awful for the poor victim of the scammer who doesn't even know that they're breaking the law. How can someone spot a scammer? And if you're looking for love or companionship online, how can you know or suspect that it's not a legitimate person? 
Well, here's the advice from the Federal Trade Commission, a lot of which we've heard before. First of all, nobody legitimate will ever ask you to help them by sending cryptocurrency, buying gift cards, or wiring money. Anyone who does that is a scammer. Secondly, never send or forward money for someone you haven't met in person. And whatever you do, don't act on their investment advice. Talk to friends or family about this new love interest and pay attention if they're concerned. Or if you want, call me on my fraud hotline and I'll talk to you about it also. Try a reverse image search if they send you a picture or Google the name and see what comes up. You might be very surprised. And finally, report suspicious profiles or messages to the dating app or the social media platform and then report to the Federal Trade Commission. And you can do that by going to reportfraud.ftc.gov. Great advice, Vicki. And I know we've heard about this scam before, but these are some new twists. And I think, again, this is one of the most heartbreaking scams because the victim really thinks they found true love and they really have been very lonely and it really hits them in the heart. And they're so embarrassed and it's just a particularly heartbreaking scam. Absolutely, Patty. They not only lose money, but they get a broken heart. And some of them never recover from this. It's just a terrible scam. And this is why I keep talking about it, because I really want to protect our listeners from falling for anything like this. Absolutely. I don't know if you have good news today. You know, I don't today. (laughs) (laughs) But it's right around the corner. I know. I have it next week. I, I guess the good news was in the story because the woman that I talked to here locally. Mm -hmm. did not fall for the scam that she started to get involved with. She got suspicious early. She'd heard our show before, saw some of the warning signs, and she just decided to step off. So I would consider that very good news. That is very good news. And I've gotten so suspicious, Vicki, because of the stories. I actually was talking to a woman the other day, and she told me about her love interest and how they were planning to get married, but that she'd never met this gentleman. And of course, my antennas go up. I'm like, you've never met him? You've heard about the romance scam, right? (laughs) And I don't know if he was a scammer or not, but I had to put my two cents out there because it's worrisome. She said he hadn't asked her for money, but if he does, at least she will be forewarned. And anyway, that is good news, Vicki, that this woman did not fall for it. And I would like you to give our listeners your fraud hotline number. Absolutely. Area code 805-568-2442. And again, 805-568-2442. And I really invite our listeners, if you have any questions about suspicious phone calls you get or emails, or if you're concerned about somebody that you may have met online on Facebook or Instagram or one of the social media apps, please call me. I'd much rather talk to you than have you continue on in the relationship and perhaps get victimized. Yeah. If you can just please call me, I'd much rather find out what's going on, give you some advice or information or just feedback. Much rather you do that than fall for a scam and lose money. Thank you so much, Vicki. Until next week. Yes. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye.